0: Now, back to Bet MGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.
1: Shoot. Bet MGM tonight. It took Caitlin Clark like three minutes to break the record, by the way. She started off with 17 of the first 24 points for Iowa. You know what I love, Ryan? I love watching a great shooter just make everything. Like Steph Curry and Clay oh, yeah. Thompson and their primes when that like when those Warriors teams would go off in the third quarter for like 25 straight points watching Caitlin Clark is watching those Warriors in their prime where there was just a moment where you would sit there and go it's just everything's going in you expect every shot to go in and it's effortless and it's just a beautiful smooth like I love I would rather watch a shooter just shoot with a smooth beautiful jump shot than I think anything else in basketball Period. Like, I don't care if you can dunk all over people. No. Give me a great shooter. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. I mean, it's like James Harden said. I mean, when he was taking a shot at Giannis. Anybody could just be 6'11", 7' tall, run up and down the floor and dunk. I got to have mm-hmm, skill. Mm-hmm. I got to have a special skill set. And, I mean, if you got a pure jumper, man, I don't think there's anything more, obviously, like, more beautiful. Uh, Steph Curry. Um, I went to high school with Allie Quigley. It was awesome watching her beat yeah. Chris Paul in the horse competition it was really awesome because I had money on it and because we didn't have anything else going on because it was in the middle of a damn pandemic so it was nice to actually have some sports but uh that's I'm looking forward to the all-star game this weekend all-star weekend I love the three-point shooting contest like the dunk contest we talked about this last night man I really don't care anymore which is crazy because growing up that was the main event for me now it's the three-point shooting Mm -hmm. contest there's so many great shooters there's big men great shooters. You know, I mean, like Carl Anthony Towns. We all kind of laughed when he called himself, you know, the best big man shooter ever, but he's he's pretty damn good. He can shoot the rock a little
1: bit. Yeah. Speaking of the All-Star weekend, I have not bet three-point contest yet. I did talk about SGA for MVP in the All-Star game, but I got another one for you. Tyrese Halliburton playing in front of the home fans, Indianapolis, I think there is a chance. I don't know if it's the three-point contest. I think it's maybe more of a chance to MVP in the All-Star game. But I just feel like there's going to be something for him there, right? Like, Like, for me, SGA, like, this is a great opportunity for him to show much more of a national audience. Like, hardcore NBA fans know who he is. But the reality of it is a casual NBA fan may, may not know. Like, he's not a household name yet. But Tyrese Halliburton's in the same position. And both these guys are on young, up-and-coming teams. Thunder better than the Pacers right now. But they both have an opportunity this weekend to, like, really put a stamp on this season and let everybody know the great players that they are. And when you're in front of home fans like Tyrese Halliburton is, I think I may also bet Tyrese Halliburton to win MVP.
0: Dude, I like that look. I mean, we talked about it, you know, for MVP. The reason I would like the MVP look, hometown crowd, like you said, the assist numbers. I could see him throwing like a bunch of valley oops off the backboard. Oh, doing some crazy God. Stuff, he could have 25 assists. Crazy right. And then also getting his buckets, knocking down some threes, getting to the rim because nobody's going to be protecting it or playing any defense. I'm looking at the odds right now, the updated odds. Yeah, he's taking some money. Uh, you know, because I saw some plus 550 out there. Now plus 440, a little bit better than 4 to 1. Dame's the favorite, plus 370. Trey Young, plus 550. Malik Beasley. Yeah, if I'm making a bet, it's probably Carl Anthony Towns, seven to one, or it's Tyrese Halliburton. You know, I'm gonna join you. Plus four forty right now. I'll play it. I wish I would have got the better price, but I do like that look.
1: Whoa. I got some breaking NBA news. What do you got? Clay Thompson is gonna come off the bench for the Warriors tonight. He got benched by Steve Kerr. After that that foul last night.
0: It,
1: wow. Really? Wow. Is a punishment or is gonna... this a new role? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's a punishment, but it's not like he's been a cons- the consistent Clay Thompson that we remember. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's a little bit having to do with the Warriors shaking this thing up. Because again, like Steph Curry said, right? They're average. That is an average team at best. They've played better defense. Yeah. They've certainly improved from where they were earlier in the season. But the Warriors are two and a half point favorites at the Jazz. Remember, this is a game that's actually being made up after the death of their assistant coach. Uh, but right now, that total sits at 241.5 in a game. I'm trying to find what Clay's props are right now. He is going to come off the bench, it looks like, for the Warriors. That is, that, let me tell you something. When you start making moves like that, yeah, his points are only 13.5. 13.5, that's it. Minus 105 to the over, minus 125 to the under. I might play some unders on that right there. Yeah, he's been in the
0: doghouse a couple of times. I mean, Mm-hmm. I, he said, a, man, it was a couple games. It was a couple of days ago that he would take a lesser role with Golden State to stay with the team. And I was shocked to hear that because um, I don't know if I talked about this with you or with Sean Levine. Remember that was the first thing that he said when they formed the big three, when KD went there with Steph, he's like, I'm not taking on a lesser role. I'm not sacrificing anything. Yeah. Uh, pretty much what he said. And so now he's like, whatever. I, he, I mean, he's made his money. He wants to stay in Golden State. If anybody's mm-hmm. gonna go though, I think it's going to be Clay. I, I don't know that they're gonna be able to get anything really in return. He has been shooting the basketball a little bit better, but he's not the same defender anymore because he's obviously had two major knee surgeries. He even said that, you know, he's coming off pretty major uh, yeah. injuries right there. So he's obviously clearly lost the step, but um yeah,
1: shocking. So as Scott points out, yes, he he has been benched before in games, but this is gonna be the yeah. first time he's actually gonna come off the bench as opposed to starting a game. So, I mean, listen, if I'm Steve Kerr right now, especially this this is the last game before the All-Star break, uh, it, it's kind of just, there's I'm sure there's a lot of worn-out players after what happened last night, blowing that huge fourth-quarter lead to the Clippers, the emotion that's in it, uh, Steph frustrated afterwards, as he's been a lot this year, and really a team that doesn't know how to deal with a lot of adversity, let's be honest. the The Warriors, other than the years where everybody was hurt, and that doesn't really count, they're not really used to being in this position where they're, like, they've lost their powers, right? They they can't do what they used to do. It's like, you know, we realize, Ryan, when we're in our 30s as opposed to 20s, things are different, right? It's the same thing for the Warriors. They're going through that whole process now. So I would bet more than anything this is just kind of a message. They were, I mean, the foul when the Warriors were down three last night to the Clippers from Clay, I mean, he was livid at that. So I think there's there's a mental side of this too, whether it's the mental uh, aspect of, putting him on the bench, bringing him off the bench, seeing what that does. And maybe that even sparks something. I'd almost go the other way. I'd almost take the over 13 and a half points because Clay goes out there pissed off and actually wants to make some sort of a statement. There is that. But again, it's the second night of a back-to-back. They're coming off an emotional, hard-fought loss to the Clippers, blowing that lead. This is a game they were supposed to play. Their assistant coach died, which was just an awful story. And it's the last game before the All-Star break. If I had to take a side on that, though... I think I would still take the over, but again, that's what gives me pause and pulls me away. But like we said at the beginning of the show, if there's one night to really just kind of be real cautious with the NBA, tonight is the night.
0: Yeah, maybe just see where this goes too, because if anything, this might be a good thing for Clay. Like you kind of said right there. I mean, also like they could use another score with the second unit, a guy that could come off the bench, knock down some shots. Maybe it'll rejuvenate him a little bit. Um wake him up a little bit. I, I, I don't know. I think a lot of it is just like clay is not capable of being clay anymore because of the injuries, because he's getting a little bit older. I mean, not by age, but because of the injuries. Um, so maybe this will be a good thing for him. Uh, you know, they could use a spark off the bench. He could be like the mm-hmm. leading scorer for the second unit. And this might just be like who clay Thompson is at this stage of his career too. not everybody comes back from a knee injury or two knee injuries and is the same player. I mean, look at Derrick Rose. Like, look at some of these guys. You know what I mean? Like Tracy McGrady, Grant Hill. This just might be his role, where he comes off the bench, gives you 12 points, three boards, a couple assists, plays some defense. You know, I, I, uh, I think we got to wait and see though. I don't know if he's going to accept this. Need some more information. It what's would going be on right.
1: There. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how this goes over and what the situation uh, actually is. But, you're, I mean, maybe playing against the second unit, it just gives him maybe some more of its confidence and he still closes games. I mean, this is all the stuff that we got to figure out. He's going to factor in Steve Kerr's got to do because, like, none of them have been in this position before. So, at this point, you're Steve Kerr. You're like, I'm going to try anything. I'm going to figure out what I can do. So, that'll be interesting. Klay Thompson coming off the bench for the Warriors tonight against the Jazz. All right. I don't know if you're a big trailer guy or not. When movies, maybe video games come out, but this is a special, special edition of Horvat You.
0: Time to paint the face and listen
1: up, class is in session at Horvat U. Ryan, are you somebody that gets excited? I know you're. I know you're still a video game guy. I know you got your, you got your at least Madden. It's been ten years. It's been ten years in the making, my friend. But EA yeah. Sports NCAA Football dropped their first teaser trailer today. The game is coming back. It comes back. They're going to have, like, a bigger thing in May. And then next, some this summer, you're going to see the game back out there on shelves once again. One of the greatest football games of all time is going to be back, my friend.
0: Yeah, and especially because, like, Madden hasn't really changed. Really, the last decade, it's just been the same game yep. over and over again. So I'm really excited mm-hmm. to see where they go with this. I mean, I'm playing NCAA 2005 still. Uh, in fact, if you <laughs> want to try to find that game, you have to pay like $95 to $125 for a used version. Um, everybody wants NCAA football back. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. You can mm-hmm. run your program. You could become the head coach. You could become the AD, or you could become a player. Uh, many different ways that you could go. You could just take over a team, get together with your buddies, have a little mini tournament. And I, I mean, it's... The last time that we played NCAA football, the BCS was a thing. So every once in a while, you would have a season where you'd go a perfect 12-0, 13-0, and and you'd still get screwed. You wouldn't even play for a national championship. Now we have the expanded college football playoff. Names and likeness, there's going to be real players. You could create your own guys. I'm really jacked for this, man. I probably won't buy Madden, to be honest with you. And what I like is it's going to come out this summer. That's what I was hoping. Like Give it to us right now. I don't want to wait until August. Hill camp like give us something so for uh those of us that are depressed waiting for college football uh we could dig into but yeah man i was always a big ncaa fan
1: ncaa football 14 do you do you remember who was on the cover of that it was 14 charles woodson no uh denard robinson denard
0: robinson yeah
1: denard robinson yeah, who I remember played for the Jags for a while and they just listed him as weapon? It wasn't wide receiver, quarterback. It was just weapon, and that's it. God, yeah, that's man, that that's the great.
0: last one that I have. Is, is NCAA 2014? Wow. Yep. Yeah, that was the last year that they made it. That was the Nard Robinson. I mean, man, we're getting old. No, I mean, it's just, I can't believe that it's actually coming back though. To be honest, I didn't think this was ever actually going to be a thing. Like I thought we were getting the trailer right after the national championship, and then it never, it never dropped. Yeah.
1: Pretty hey jacked. nobody cares as long as it's actually out there and that's the case right so we have it here we go we'll talk to Sean Morash next hour bet MGM tonight it's time for a short commercial break don't go anywhere though because we'll be right back with even more bet MGM tonight presented by bet MGM live from bet QL